My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Yoga Teacher Training Podcast. And today's topic is what is the best online yoga teacher training? This is one of the most common questions that I see asked, and there are a lot of different perspectives. And I'll share my thoughts on it and some things you can do going forward, such as checking out my free workshop called the 60-Minute YTT coming up on Thursday, September 16th, 2021. My intention here is to share the most essential lessons from a 200-hour training and a lot of the things that most teacher trainings miss in this one-hour workshop. Will you be certified at the end? Of course not. You can't be certified in just one hour of training but you can know exactly what to focus on when you do your certification. And that's what I'm gonna give you so you can save yourself possibly years of confusion and frustration and struggling to figure things out because you have an outline. And if you decide to work with me and my teacher training, I'll include all of the things I talk about. Or if you decide to work with someone else, you'll know the things to look for that are most essential that I'm sharing from my experience of teaching over 5,000 classes, teaching 11 years now, and running an online business and being a successful yoga teacher, this is my primary source of income. And I'm super grateful to say that, but there was a lot of struggle and confusion to get to that point. And a lot of things I had to work out and figure out along the way that I can share with you to save you years of doing that on your own. So that's at quietmind.yoga slash 60 minute YTT. You can sign up right now The registration will be limited, so we'll see if we can reach that limit. Maybe I can push it forward or do another workshop, but uh, you can sign up right now at quietmind.yoga slash 60minuteytt. The link is also in the show notes. That's the number 60, the word minute, and the letters YTT. So today's topic, what is the best online yoga teacher training? Now, this is a tricky question because you're going to ask this, if you ask this online, like on a forum or something, you're going to hear people share the the stories of the trainings that they've been to. And they're not going to know about the countless other trainings that they haven't been to. So whoever you ask is going to be biased, including me. Like I can only speak to the trainings that I've been in or participated or facilitated or seen parts of. I don't know what it's like and the countless other trainings that I have not experienced at all. But I do know what I hear over and over and over again from people who come out of teacher trainings and the kind of feedback and results that they get. So that is one of the best places to look to understand the impact and effects of that teacher training. So, for example, inside of the Quiet Mind Yoga membership, you can experience the the teaching of one of my students, Shannon Borthwick, who's an amazing teacher, and I will be sharing her audio classes on the Quiet Mind Yoga podcast, and I'll be giving an interview with her soon on this podcast, so you can hear about her experience. So things like that, where you can hear from the graduates of this program, practice with the graduates of a program, and practice with the teacher, practice with the lead teacher, and experience their style. See if you resonate with them. That is the number one most important thing to look at. If you resonate with the lead teacher and if you resonate with the students who have gone through their training and the outcomes that they've had, and if those are the kind of outcomes that you want, are they just creating lots of teachers who aren't teaching and not sure what to do with their career or how to teach? Are they creating teachers who are very confident in their skills and able to make some income and possibly start a career teaching yoga? Now, it's an interesting thing that I see a lot of people come into yoga teacher training with the inkling of maybe I want to be a teacher. I don't know. I just kind of want to do it for myself. And that was actually where I went into teacher training 
that was where Shannon went in as well. And many of the people I've worked with in my trainings, they come in and they're like, maybe I want to teach. And then occasionally there's people who like, they know absolutely, yes, I want to teach by the end of this training. So wherever you're at on that spectrum, I think it's important to be honest with yourself of like, yes, I do want to be a teacher and make a living doing this, or at least make some income and, and have this be a side business at the least, possibly eventually a full-time thing. Or maybe it's you don't want to do that at all and you just want to learn things about yoga. So knowing that the training involves either that aspect of the business training or not. But if you're thinking maybe I might want to have some of the business stuff, then you definitely want to make sure that the training includes some business component and business training. And that's why I, after several years of just doing YTTs, I realized I was not getting that and I needed to go to actual business trainings. And I've invested even more money in business trainings than I have in actual yoga teacher trainings and yoga related trainings. Because the business stuff, if you're going to have a business and want to be successful, it's that's its whole own world of thinking and approach that is not always exactly lined up with the things that you will learn in a yoga training or related to working with bodies and energy and anatomy and things like that. And there's a way to do marketing and business and sales that is very authentic and true to yourself and not schemy, not manipulative, not hurtful. It's win-win because you're finding better ways to clarify what you offer and how that can help others and then providing that service to help others more. So really what business training is, it's like an advanced level of personal development because you've got to go really deep. And when I'm doing the kind of business work of deciding like, you know, what kind of workshop would be the most helpful for people if I could just condense everything I have down to just one hour. That's why I created the 60 minute YTT. So it's like, what is actually going to be the most helpful for people in making this decision of what teacher training to do, what outline they need for their teacher training? What are the 10 key things they need to learn to build confidence? Right? So that was like, days and days of deep inner processing work to get to that conclusion of like, this is the thing, this is what would really help people. And that's something that is often overlooked in the approach to business and marketing where people think it's just numbers and sales and even manipulation and negative things, but it really doesn't have to be at all. It doesn't have to be in any way separate from teaching yoga and the kind of energy that you bring to helping others because it is one of the most profound ways we can serve when we have to do that deeper work and get clear on really what is it that I offer. And that's something that I include in my teacher's training and that I think if you're even remotely interested in teaching yoga for income or possibly a career, that is something that is a must and essential inside of whatever teacher training that you choose. So look at their business background, look at how they run their business. Is their website organized and easy to find things? Is it actually even fun to use and easy to use? Or is their website just like text on a image, you know, and hard to read or disorganized? That's going to tell you a lot as well. And then just kind of how they present themselves. Uh, maybe you want to do a training with somebody who's like an Instagram celebrity and they have all the beautiful uh, incredible photography or maybe it's just somebody who's just sharing honest things and uh, not as focused on that i haven't focused on instagram i don't have a big following there it's never been really important to my business or my personal expression or what i communicate or even my students like they benefit mostly from the podcast and the practices and the one-on-one -on -one time and the trainings i offer 
And Instagram is like a tiny bite size of that. And most of them aren't even on Instagram or barely use it. Uh, but maybe in your world, if, you, if you're more like a college student, it's maybe more popular among college students. Uh, maybe I'm showing my age now. Maybe it's TikTok now. I don't know. But I just find that most people who I work with aren't as interested in social media or that sort of bite-sized content and they want more deep, meaningful experiences. And that's what I provide in my services because I've done that deeper work of talking to them, asking them, doing my own work of like what kind of experiences have I benefited most from. And I, of course, have invested thousands and thousands of dollars and hours of my time in my own trainings and own personal growth. And that's really kind of the fun thing about becoming a yoga teacher that people don't really talk about is that whatever training you do decide to do, it's not just information. And that's probably the biggest thing that I see working against these online trainings. And I've actually signed up for several of them just to see what they're like, just as research. And if you're a teacher, that's a tax write-off anyway. So it's research and you're seeing what other people are doing and, and the results students are getting and what people think of it. And it's, it's fascinating because I've got 10 years of experience of going through different trainings now and and leading different trainings. And I know what to look for and I know what is really effective. I know what really matters, the things to really focus on. And when I look at these other trainings, they might have one paragraph on something that is actually one of the most important aspects of teaching. Or they might sort of dismiss one little concept uh, that is actually can make a huge difference in helping people have a profound experience in their yoga practice. They might mispronounce Sanskrit words, completely missing meanings of those words and the intention of those words, and then dismiss the impact of that phrase. For example, like setting an intention in the Vedic text, it's not just an intention of like, okay, I'm going to do this thing. There's a sankalpa, which is a heartfelt intention that's coming from a deeper place that is a sort of wholeness within us. There's so much more meaning within the Sanskrit word that can be just dismissed if you just say, just set an intention. But there's so much more depth and the spiritual side of yoga that can come out when we go into these deeper aspects. The anatomy can be completely overlooked when they say something like, just roll your shoulders back. Well, what does that really mean, right? What if you learned of how to retract your scapula and depress your shoulder blades and how that activates the lower trapezius muscles and relaxes tension in the upper trapezius muscles. And this can significantly help people reduce neck and shoulder pain. So this is what you can pick up by watching that teacher teach and noticing what they talk about and how they cue. And the, the challenging thing, the tricky thing is that you don't know what you don't know. So you don't know all this stuff about Sanskrit or anatomy or cueing yet if you're not if you haven't done a teacher training before if you're not a teacher. So when you're looking at different trainings, you just you don't even know. Like you don't know whether this teacher is legit or they know what they're talking about or they don't know. And that's part of why I made the 60-minute YTT free workshop. So I'm going to help you know those things so you know what to look for, what to listen for, what matters. And again, I include all of that in my training because I found what is effective and what does matter and the deeper stuff that people overlook. And I'm not the only person that does it. There are other trainings that do it. And if you find one that there's, I'm sure there's ones I've never heard of, I don't know about that 
just some small group of people that are doing really brilliant stuff. Right, there are so many trainings around the world and you don't have to train with any particular teacher, but finding the ones that do address these things, I think will be incredibly helpful and make a huge difference in the level of depth and meaning and growth that you have and the impact that you can have on others. So I look to things like, what do people say to me when they reach out? And I, I hear a lot of messages from people who are thinking about joining a training, in a training, or out of a training. And these are some exact quotes that I've heard. So here's one from somebody who is currently in their teacher training. So she says, I'm feeling comfortable with following the instructions that they're giving and doing what I'm supposed to be doing in the class, but I don't know how to even begin teaching somebody. And she's getting close to the end of her training, so she doesn't even know how to begin teaching somebody. So that is a huge red flag. So you could possibly talk to students who have been in that training and ask them, you know, did you feel like you were prepared to teach in the teacher training? Uh, that seems kind of obvious, but that's very common experience. And I've heard this from so many people that they don't know how to teach, sequence, cue, let alone start a business or make money or receive payment from the end of their training. So that's very important that that is included in the training and you end the training ready to teach at least a weekly class, a once a week class if you desire. Uh, another thing that I hear is, uh, another exact quote that I've heard is, so I struggle with confidence and uh, big confidence issues and I've been teaching almost a year and I still struggle heavily, struggle heavily with feeling confident as a teacher. So one year after the teacher training and she's still struggling with feeling confident. And this is probably the biggest word that I hear come up for people is confidence. I want to feel confident as a teacher. I don't feel confident. And that's why I say in my free workshop, these are the 10 keys to confidence, clarity, and creating a career, doing work you love, because that is the foundation of it all. Like if you don't feel confident with saying, you know, Inhale, reach your arms overhead, exhale, hands to heart in Tadasana Mountain Pose, right? That, that's like a really basic kind of phrase that is part of a sun salutation that is integrating the breath, the movement, your timing, your, your words that you choose to use, your phrasing, the Sanskrit, the pose names, and even the anatomy because there's a certain way that I said to move that I could have said a lot of other ways, but I said this one way that gets the effect of the anatomy working at its best without giving you all the extra words. So it's very efficient and very effective. And you wanna look for that in your trainer as well and in the way that the students who come out of that training talk and teach. And I'm very happy to say you can hear that very clearly in Shannon's teaching. She's incredible, I'm happy to brag about her. She's uh, an incredible teacher and uh, I just, I couldn't really say any more positive about it. It's just, I mean, I couldn't say any really negative about it. There's just so much positive. So that's an example of like one of those things where you want to build confidence bit by bit of the asana, the anatomy, the energetic anatomy, the chakras, the, the gunas, the qualities, right? And if you don't know what these words are, then you want to make sure that your training does address them because they are extremely important. And there are a lot of things that are not important that other teachers and other trainings overemphasize, like memorizing sequences, which is incredibly ineffective if you memorize an entire sequence for the shoulders and you go to teach your class and then three of your students come in with shoulder injuries, you gotta throw that whole sequence out the window and be present with them 
And that's what I teach in the training is how to be present and responsive and intuitive and sequence in the moment rather than sequence in your head before the class. So another direct quote is, I've been working as a teacher for over seven years and still find running a yoga business incredibly complicated and difficult and confusing and overwhelming. So that is extremely common as well. And even after seven years, right, and I can relate because I was about five or six years into training where I realized I really needed business training. And that's something I include in my training as well. And most trainings do not. That's actually pretty rare and hard to find because most teachers don't really focus on business. A lot of people who end up teaching full time or making a living doing it just run teacher trainings. And that is one way to make a living. But there's also workshops, events, retreats, one-on-ones, corporate classes, lots of creative ways that you can make an income and basically more creative ways to help people and you to do that soul searching of finding how you can best help others. And that's what I help you do at the free workshop, the 60-minute YTT. So if you found this episode helpful and insightful and you want more clarity on what is the best online yoga teacher training, I'm going to tell you all about mine and why I think it is one of the best. And I'm a little biased, of course. But if you don't want to just work with me, that's totally fine. I'll give you the things to look for, whatever training you do decide to work in and be a part of so that you know how to save yourself years and years of confusion, frustration, and struggle. Because this is the thing that I wish that I had when I was like looking at different trainings. They all seem kind of the same, I guess. I don't know. Like They all seem good. I'm sure they're all great. Why should I do this one over that one? I'll help you clarify that and give you the outline and the overview, the 10 keys that you want to focus on in deciding your training, within your training, and after your training to build confidence, clarity, and create a career doing work you love teaching yoga. And if you're still on the fence of like, I really don't know if I'm going to create a career doing it, you'll still get the training and the overview of how to do that and why it's important. And you can apply this to any business you want. Everything is online now. So whether you want to be an online teacher or do any other business online, the principles apply to all of those businesses. Most of the teachers I've worked with teach general business principles that just work for every niche or every uh, field that you work in and including yoga and including doing what I do, right? And one of the biggest fears is like, well, can you really just like, do we need another yoga teacher? And I will completely dispel that as well. Over the next couple of weeks, I'll be having some extra episodes. But essentially, uh, unless you have reached 2,000, or actually it's 3,000 students, then you're not capped out. So when you have 3,000 students paying you a monthly rate of $98, that's the math, and I'll show you the stats in the math later in a future episode. Uh, but then you're maxed out and then you've reached your maximum capacity of people you can be teaching. And then when there are a uh, hundred thousand teachers doing that, then there are too many teachers. So until that happens, there are not too many teachers. And it's just like a doctor, like one of my students, Trish said, like, are there ever too many doctors, right? Does anyone ever say, oh, we got way too many doctors. We need to stop making doctors. Of course not, right? There can never be too many yoga teachers or people who have this experience about understanding their health their mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health in the way that helps them and potentially others because yoga teacher training is one of the most powerful, life-changing things that I, it is the most life-changing thing that I've ever done without a doubt, but it's likely for you and for most people I talk to, one of the most life-changing, transformative, and 
powerful experiences. So I've condensed all of that into one hour and you can check it out at quietmind.yoga slash 60 minute YTT. I'd love to see you there. And until then, I'm going to be sharing a few extra episodes here on the podcast. And if you have any questions about YTT, message me on Instagram at quietmind.yoga and keep in touch there. And I look forward to sharing more with you next time on the Yoga Teacher Training Podcast.